from C93 and the Goat, it's the local Clarion County, sharing inspiring stories of business, culture, and community life right here in our hometown. I'm your host, Nancy Hanna. Hey, there's an expert in the house today. I'll be talking with Bill Fontana, who is a staff member of the Pennsylvania Downtown Center, currently working with Clarion to develop new projects to improve our town. His expertise is in accessing funds, creating groups of concerned citizens to address unique challenges. He has a toolbox, right, Bill? You have a toolbox. I hope so. <laughs> to fix most problems. Let's hear what he has to say. Welcome to the local, Bill. Hi, Nancy. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. And uh, we appreciate you taking time because I know Not you're busy. And you don't actually live in Clarion. No, I actually live in the uh, the northern part of Allegheny County in okay. Gibsonia. Oh, wow. Right okay. off of Route 8. Okay. Um, well, how did the heck do you, did you end up in Clarion? And working with this town? Well, our organization, the Pennsylvania Downtown Center, uh, runs a program for the Federal Home Loan Bank of Pittsburgh called the Blueprint Communities Program. That's where we started with Clarion back in 2014. And then more recently, as a result of Clarion's participation in that program, we got a grant from the U.S. Department of Agriculture for something called the Rural Placemaking Initiative Grant. And so that allowed us to extend our time working with Clarion. What did you think of Clarion when you hit this town? Because you have a very deep background in helping towns. Maybe tell us a little bit about your background and then what what were your thoughts on Clarion? Sure. Well, my background is I grew up in Pittsburgh. I am a graduate of the University of Pittsburgh. I have a master's degree in urban planning. I've worked with the Pennsylvania Downtown Center uh, for 21 years now. I've been in this field of community revitalization since 1979. I've worked a little bit of time in New Jersey, in Rahway, uh, New Jersey, for a few uh, years, and then I came back to Harrisburg and took over the Pennsylvania Downtown Center. Um, my impression of Clarion is very positive. You have a lot of assets here that many smaller rural communities would love to have. The fact that you're a college town, the fact that you are the county seat, the fact that you have this proximity to these incredible outdoor recreational resources. So you've got a lot of assets to build on here in Clarion, and that's a real plus for a revitalization effort. What state would you say you found us in? When you, when you came to town and you thought, okay, these people have a challenge on their hands. They have some assets, but, but... What what do you think about that? What what do you? How did you find yeah, this? I think the biggest challenge for Clarion, and, and I think for most communities that are trying to do revitalization in a meaningful way, is having the whole community basically agree on a vision for the future of the community. And it's not it's not some kind of esoteric sort of way out there kind of thing. It's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, we always. Kind Kind of use the adage, you don't buy your kid a baseball uniform if he wants to be a football player. And I think the same thing is true of communities. Everybody has to agree on what the future looks like. And then you build toward that. And so community consensus on this idea of a of a very specific sort of market-driven, asset-based vision is important. 
you know, a lot of times people here say, oh, you need a vision for your town. They say, well, we want to be the best place to live, workshop, and play. There are 2,563 municipalities in Pennsylvania that want to be the best place to live, workshop, and play. You have to really know what your community has to build on and then really kind of um, exploit those assets. It's the college town, the county seat, the recreation. I, I've got to say, I, I sat in on a, just a, a smidge of the Blueprint Committee's meeting, but I know that meeting went on for probably three hours, and there is an incredible commitment it takes and focus. And it's not a quick process, mm-hmm. is it? Nope. When did you first come to Clarion? Oh, I think. And start working with us? Uh, probably back in 2014, 2013. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, these things, you know, communities don't get into the situations that they're in today overnight, and they're not going to get out of them overnight. A lot of communities, again, Clarion being better than many, are dealing with decades of disinvestment and development out at the highway intersections that detracts from the core community. And so it takes a long time to reverse those trends, to get people thinking about reinvesting in the core of a county, in the core of a community. How did you decide on a career like this? Because this is not an easy thing. I mean, anybody who's lived in a small town knows there are so many pitfalls. And for you to come from the outside. Now, one thing you have going for you is I'm the expert from the outside. And and so that, that, hey, you you better listen to the expert a little bit. And I can leave. But yeah, right. And you can leave. leave. Big plus, right. But how do you get people working and, and start moving things and is there a sweet spot where okay I finally got these people we're we're getting somewhere what what does that look like as I mentioned earlier Pennsylvania has 2,563 communities right Pennsylvania is one-third the size of the state of Texas but has twice as many municipalities as the state of Texas I think what we really need to do is we need to get people to understand that this is not this is not an issue of Clarion vis-a-vis Dubois or Clarion vis-a-vis Sharon or Mercer, right? I mean, there are 2,563 communities in Pennsylvania. There are six major trading areas. The outside world doesn't look at us as all of these little individual communities. They look at us as marketplaces. And as soon as we start to understand that we are part of a larger market, Mm-hmm. then we'd start to understand the importance of working together and, you know. Developing a region. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and exactly. us in the area, not just us right. with our boundaries. Right. And right. this exactly. is all we see. It's myopic. Right. Now we got to open it up and say, okay, we got this whole area. And sure. if we're stronger, the whole, what can we bring strength to the entire area? Right. If, if you are trying to attract people to come up here from Pittsburgh, for instance, for bottom leaf right? Somebody from Pittsburgh say, yeah, man, maybe I'll go up for the day. But if you could get people from Pittsburgh to say, hey, I can go up there and spend a long weekend. I can go up and spend three or four days and I can go to Clarion and Cooksburg and New Bethlehem and, you know, all these different places. And there's a little something going on in all of those places. Now you have increased the disposable income. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and you're going to spend money in multiple places. and Restaurants, maybe overnights stays, shops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. 
What do you think, Clarion? Well, we talked about what you think Clarion has going for it. I think one of the hardest challenges right now is that we're having to pivot. Businesses are having to pivot. Towns are having to pivot. Things morph. They change. And we need to change with it. And the very nature of sometimes government and putting things on paper and all taking a vote on it kind of sets a course. And sometimes you have to disrupt the course and Mm -hmm. say, wait a minute, we need to turn. So what are the areas that we need to turn and pivot? And how do you get people to buy into that and say, no, like the college, Mm -hmm. for instance, we were riding on the coattails of the college. Clarion is a college town. And of course, Clarion is a county seat. But the college is is got its challenges right now. So can we just sit back and say, well, we're a college town. I mean, we're not quite like a state college. I mean, state college has a very big university with millions of dollars being passed through it. Well, now we're not able to rely on Clarion as a college per se. We've got to have our own identity. And yet we have to bring this wonderful university along too. We have to stay committed to keeping that university going and those beautiful buildings and bring students to want to stay in Clarion. So how do you do this, Bill? Well, I, you know, it's interesting that you use the, the analogy of the, the college town because we often say that there's a difference between being a college town and a town with a college in it. Right. I mean, to be a college town, the community really has to embrace what the college is. And, and you know, a, a really good example of a place that has done that is over in um, Lewisburg, where Bucknell University has a lot of their facilities, their bookstore and their theater are in the downtown. You know, they're not on campus. And I'm not that every community that has a, a college or a university has to do that, but there needs to be this strong relationship between the college and the university, just as there needs to be a strong relationship in Clarion between the folks that are responsible for these outdoor recreational assets and the community. And, uh, you know, one of the other things that I know that the uh, the Blueprint Group has um, expressed an interest in is trying to get people to move back to Clarion, people that went to college here maybe and are, you know, now boomers who are retiring, can they attract them to move back to bring more disposable income back into the community I think that you know they would like to um, or to keep the college kids here after graduation and I'm amazed at uh, the people that I've run into uh, like Jennifer our mayor Mm -hmm. uh, she graduated from Clarion and she moved away and she came back and there are business owners that went to Clarion University and so they call it the brain drain how do you keep them here instead of and your kids too. Uh, A lot of Clarion kids were sent to beautiful and are sent off to beautiful universities and then they want to keep going. But what is going to make them circle back and say, wait a minute, that's a, I want to invest my time and talent there. Right. Well, certainly places like the the brewery you have here in town. Mechanistic. Mechanistic and and, Clarion River Brewery. Correct. You can't roll up the sidewalks at five o'clock and expect the kids to stay. Right. Mm, You know, you do need to have a certain uh, degree of nightlife in the community. Not that it has to be, you know, the the south side of Pittsburgh or, you know, the the And there is another bar I have to give some. uh, Infusion is a bar that and there are several 
uh, yeah. bars that uh, Liberty Street that you know they're more a full bar but yeah some of the breweries it's more of a weekend yeah. experience the other thing too is that um, you know you mentioned it a little bit earlier you know it's not uncommon in older communities in Pennsylvania for people to have a certain mindset about how the world works and you know the world doesn't work the way it used to anymore you know the the way the business districts were in the 1940s and 1950s you know we go into communities and the first thing we hear somebody say is oh i remember when you know that's like oh we have a lot of work to do here because the world isn't going to be that way anymore yeah how do you think we're doing because you've been here a while now yeah and how are we how are we coming in working together visioning together dealing head-on with some of these these problems I think you're I think you're making really good progress the time that I do spend here I'm here probably one or two days a month uh, working with the blueprint team uh, and now with the housing authority and the the redevelopment authority for the county on some projects the the second avenue park you know we just did these mini grants that you know very well about um, so yeah I think there is some real opportunity to see the next couple of years have clarion move forward with its whole revitalization effort. I think that that we do need to do some things to make connections so that that we grab some of these folks that are coming in for these outdoor recreational assets and give them a reason to come into Clarion. It's kind of interesting that going up to Cook Forest, you know, I heard a lot of people say, oh, Clarion's kind of the gateway to Cook's Forest, but you get off either at, on either side of Clarion on Interstate 80 to go to Cook, Cook Forest. Forest. Yeah. You know, and, so. you kinda, and you can even take the Clarion ex- exit, get your groceries, and head up. But I heard somebody say, there's not even room in Clarion to park an RV. Yeah. If you bring any, you know, your kayaks, yeah. it can be trouble right. parking. So you kind of barrel right past Clarion, right. and they're not staying. So then you're looking at visual impact and signage, which sounds so simple. But when I moved yeah. back here, I have to say, there's no sign of where to turn to the YMCA. There's no signage. And when I first moved here, I'm like, where do I go? And then I was going to this intersection that was really slow. And of course, some locals said, no, you you turn above that. And you, you know, you, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Well, even at the top of Fifth and Main Street, there's no sign to direct you to the Toby Boat Launch. No. You know, I mean, stuff as simple simple as that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think of the branding of a town? Because you touched on this. It's who are we? And uh, I have to hand it to my brother Jim. I like his tagline for Clarion. It's everybody's hometown. Now that might be a little broad stroking <laughs> for you, too broad stroking. Yeah. But if we were that friendly place, because it's acknowledging in a way that we do have some issues, this town has changed. You know, the student housing in the college went more to the college. As freshmen mm-hmm. and sophomore now, they live on campus. They're required to. And it left open all these rental properties. And now we have a lot of low-income people coming in. And they are impacting schools because they, they're dealing with some real horrible challenges that are sure. very real and difficult. And we as a community need to embrace who is here. Mm-hmm and respect their stories and how do you do that yeah. you you please the kind of intelligentsia you know with the professors yeah. and and these wonderful 
rock star kids we've had go through Clarion High School that are just have turned out to do amazing things and gone to top tier colleges. And then how do you take these fragile families and, you know, take our housing stock? And I, I love what Blueprint is doing in that, Bill, you have helped create these committees. And so there's one called the Neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. tell us about these little committees. And sure. How is that going to help fix us? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in a community like Clarion that is so complex, it's very difficult for just one board to handle all the different issues. I think that you know we have a Main Street Committee, we have a Neighborhood Development Committee, we have an Innovation Committee that's focused on entrepreneurship development and, and that whole end of things. Uh, there's a College Town Committee, and then there's an Outdoor Recreation, a Nature-Based Place Committee. So those are kind of the five foundational This committees. is kind of part of your toolbox, Yeah, this right? is part of our toolbox. So what, how are correct. we going to get these tools out? Well, I mean, they're, they're all kind of working now on different things. The um, Neighborhood Development Committee is actually working on a couple of pieces of blighted property in town that they'd like to get off of the, the, the distressed property list and put that into productive use. Of course, there's the Second Avenue Park that's, that's taking shape. The Innovation Committee has made these three mini grants to entrepreneurs. You've got the pop-up retail things going on. That will evolve into an entrepreneurial network of people who are doing things in their garage or their basement or, you know, making a product in their kitchen that they think, hey, you know, I could commercialize this. I could get this into a farmer's market or a store or something. So the Innovation Committee is working on that. The Main Street Committee is working on revitalizing the Central Business District. So there are there are a lot. Of things. And then this Nature-Based Placemaking Committee is working on assessing these outdoor recreational assets to see to what extent and I think they can... Im- I'm sorry. No, 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 that they can become useful economic drivers for Clarion. I think it's important to say that on these committees are uh, Tracy Becker, who is chamber director of chamber and uh, director of um, economic development, Jared mm-hmm. and Cindy, who is uh, small business. Right. We have got. We're, you're bringing the key players who are there. Some of it is their job is to help work these things over. And then you're bringing together the volunteers right. and citizens who care and have a real interest. And it takes everything, doesn't it? It, it takes everyone yeah. working together. And so Blueprint isn't another thing trying to force its agenda. It's trying to bring people in the community to the table. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, you absolutely need to have those kind of community leaders involved in the effort that have a a significant role to play. But it is as important or perhaps even more important for the entire community to buy into the idea. You know, whatever that vision happens to be, the whole community needs to get involved. And so these committees that we have, you know, if there are people that are interested in participating, they should, you know. Yeah, um, because it's not an open, it's an open invitation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you want to deal with some of the real estate issues, get on this neighborhood committee. Right. If you're a realtor, if you're a homeowner, if you're someone who says down the street, it's a it's an eyesore. And what can we do about it? 
about it. Get on a committee and start discussing these ideas. We're talking about doing, you've, you mentioned the grant that I got, we did pop-ups. And so this summer, we're working on an idea to do Clarion Summerfest uh, the first three weekends of every month in the summer and pull together chamber blueprint helping hopefully and music and arts fest so june will be get out there the big outdoor festival Mm -hmm. and so we have approached your committee and said hey can you guys come and help us and who is willing to be a part of this and we're going to have places to sign up for nature walks and bicycle things and kayak things on the river we're going to have geocache these ideas are percolating but they have to, you're so good, Bill, at structuring kind of the behind to make sure the foundation is solid. And that takes time. That isn't the prettiest, exciting work. You know, Far from it. As you yeah. hash out, hash out. But what? why is that necessary to have committees right. and be like, whereas there's someone like me who's this rogue, loose cannon, <laughs> right, who right. starts things and it's like, wait a minute, what did you just do? What the heck do you think you're doing? Well, <laughs> as we said earlier, these efforts do take time. You know, the Commonwealth has its Main Street program and that's a five-year designation. You know, if you can get into the program and we're trying to get Clarion into the Commonwealth's Main Street program, that's a five-year designation. If you are lucky, at the end of that five-year period, you are just starting to see the results of five years of hard work. Because, you know, reversing disinvestment in a community does take time. Getting people to believe that there is an economic Return if they're going to put their hard-earned money into a community. They need to feel comfortable that they're going to get something back for that investment. And when I first started at the Pennsylvania Downtown Center in 2000, uh, one of the first places we went to work was over in Wilkesbury. And, you know, we helped them craft a vision in committees. And that's they still use that same vision and structure 20 years later. They're still working on that vision. And, you know, the, the, so it kind of catalyzes people's yes. goals. Yes. And ca- kind of highlights these are the problems. And let's work on how we can overcome and begin to improve these problems and then let's revisit and evaluate how are we doing and wait a minute we need to go back to what these goals are and if you don't have those goals in mind you haven't set them organically from this group of volunteers and and uh, professionals you get muddled up and then the vision gets lost and then you have to recreate the wheel again correct is this that's exactly right no that's right? exactly <laughs> right because people have too little time to devote to the effort and there is nowhere near the amount of money there used to be at the state level and at the federal level for kind of community revitalization work the way it was when I started. I mean, there were years when I would get almost as much money for a community that I worked in in Allegheny County as the state has in total now, you know, back in the the 70s. So, you know, you can't start down the road for two years and then say, oh, let's switch directions because all the time and effort you spent in that last two years is lost. If there is a good reason to change that vision, then 
you certainly should consider that. Uh, you know, a major economic factor that might change the environment. But you know, here in Clarion, here, and this is a really good example again that you brought up earlier. You know, the evolution of where the college is headed, where the university is headed, is going to be important because I always thought of Clarion as a college town. Growing up in Pittsburgh, I always thought of Clarion as a college town, education, college, and all that sort of stuff. But now that it's this kind of partnership of the three the three universities, I mean, I was coming up Route 8 today, and Cal University still has its own signs up, its own billboards. So that evolution of Clarion and Edinburgh and um, Cal. Cal into Western Pennsylvania University is going to take some time. And how, you know, what does Clarion do in the meantime while that evolution takes place? And these outdoor recreational assets are certainly part of that mix. You know, And I always like to use the example in um, Pennsylvania of Gettysburg, right? As soon as you say Gettysburg, oh, right. there's an immediate... You got the fields. Call it top of war. mind awareness, right. right? You're in marketing. You know what top of mind awareness is. I wish every community in Pennsylvania had that same kind of... Talk about branding. Uh, yeah, it's right branding there for effort, you. Right? And when you go there, that's what you expect to see. Right. You expect to see the Civil War. You expect to eat peanut soup in the restaurants and that sort of stuff. Not every community is going to be that fortunate to have that kind of a a brand that can build upon. But it needs to strive for something like that. And that's where we're going with Clarion. We'd like Clarion to be this place where people think of as the gateway to the Pennsylvania wilds, to Cook's Forest, to that, you know, those sorts the of gateway. things. The gateway. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you've got an idea out yeah. there of how we should brand Clarion, you yeah. know, Somebody called it actually know. the base camp, which I love that concept, you know, the base camp. But they might think the, military. Well, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. See, this yeah, is why yeah. branding is it's, not as easy as you right. think it is. Wow. I, it's it's a lot. It's a big nut to crack. Mm-hmm. And how can we get people in our town to work together? You know, we have these social media sites, and it's so easy to say, kind of vent your frustration. And it's real. There's a frustration in the quality of life, the ease of finding uh, the sh- kind of shopping that everybody would like. And it is more of a regional. I've, since moving here, have thought, I need to think more regional mm-hmm. because small towns can't support every type of business, maybe. Maybe that's not a fair expectation. Mm-hmm. And But you think your region can. So we need to think maybe a little bit more regionally, but uh, we also need to make this a great place like everybody sure. wants, which yeah. is what you stated no, at the beginning. Yeah, no, everybody wants a great place to live, work, and play. Yeah. I, I think the um, the YMCA really set a gold standard for our dreams for Clarion, in a way. It's such a beautiful place. And if you haven't gone, you need to go. I mean, the exercise equipment, you look out over this beautiful, untouched you know, Vista. It's so pretty. And, and I love the pool and, but it's, it's good. And you go up to Kane County and they have, um, the bridge up there Mm -hmm. that, and the, and the visitor center up there, 
it, it could rival Williamsburg's mm-hmm. visitor center. I mean, it's bigger, yeah. but still quality. And, you know, Western PA has kind of gotten short shafted. And I thank, you know, I've heard so many people thank, uh, you know, our representative Oberlander, who has just brought more highlight to Western Pennsylvania. Brava to her. So, Bill, you know, parting thoughts mm-hmm. about if you were going to inspire us. And what is at stake? You know, I mean, we know that we're just going to keep scrounging around and chasing our tails. If we sit and all we do is complain on social media. Right. Come on. We how can we do this better to, <laughs> well, to really make it work? I, th- I think you're absolutely right in your comments about social media. You know, it, it's so easy for people to post their personal opinions about a community. But I, I think what we have to realize is that we are all in this together. And you can sit back and throw stones and, you know, cat and disparaging thoughts about a community. But the problem is that the outside world sees those things now because the stones that you're throwing in Clarion are not just seen in Clarion. They're seen in Pittsburgh. They're seen in Harrisburg. They're seen in Erie. They're seen, you know, and so somebody says, well, why go there? You know, they, they don't they, they live there and they don't like it. Why should we go there? Why should we invest there? Right? Oh, ouch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it does become important. Look, I don't have any problem with people disagreeing on an approach or a policy and having the conversations, but that doesn't mean that you don't keep rowing that boat in the same direction, that that you all don't kind of sit down and say, yeah, this is where we need to head. And I think if there is a parting thought, it's that I've always thought of Main Street and the downtown area as kind of the vessel that holds the soul of the community. When we want to celebrate or we need to grieve or we need to mourn, we don't go to Walmart. We don't go to the big, right? We go downtown. We go to the park. We go to the place where we come together as a community. And that's what Clarion, the borough of Clarion, downtown Clarion needs to be for part of it for this region. You know, it is the soul of the community. And when you, you know, when you throw stones, you're kind of taking a shot at your own soul. You know, the the Bible has that scripture about the hand against the thigh, mm-hmm. against you know, and you're hurting yourself. Right. And it's like, okay, if you're a hand, get about doing what a hand does well right. and and service the other parts and, and try to help them do a good job and don't fight against. It's so easy right now to poke some holes. Right. And with the university, I know a lot of people are, are, are scratching their heads, but you know what? They're working hard over sure. there. That's, that's my take on it. And I, I do work at FL Crooks a bit, and I'm astounded at the people come. Jim has these throwback t-shirts and of old businesses and people come in there or students who are coming here a, a, a brother came to buy a shirt from Grove City for his sister who's coming to Clarion and they start reminiscing and they start talking about how much they love Clarion mm-hmm. and I think you you really touched on something it's like if we put something negative out you know what's that saying I think we need to think about just a lot of people really love Clarion mm-hmm. and have such great deep memories of the college years and yeah. 
And that's what we need to nurture. Yep. And we can get it back, right, Bill? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I, like I said, I think that, you know, the, the three universities will figure out how this transformation is going to take place and, and Clarion will become stronger as a result of that. I think that there are opportunities to really build on these outdoor recreational assets. And I'll tell you what, I was amazed, you know, we've been working on this innovation committee, the, the number of people that have come forward and expressed an interest in, you know, something they're doing at home or in a garage or in a basement or in their you know, the family because kitchen. cost of living is sure, low, sure, and then they can maybe develop that dream thing right. here. Absolutely. Whereas if they lived in New York City, forget about right. it. That's you know, right. you <laughs> all the money you yada, make yada, goes yada. to your rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you so, so much welcome. for being here. My I pleasure. feel like it was cut short because there's so much we could say. Yeah. But uh, go, Clarion, and thank you, Bill. I just want to cool. thank you for the time you've invested here. Welcome. It's made a big difference. And it's caused many, many conversations that are gems. And it's birthed new ideas. Yeah. And it's given us hope. And well, that's so, what we're here for. Thank so you. You're welcome, Nancy. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Thanks for joining us on the local Clarion County. For more information, visit C93 website, the local Clarion County Facebook page, or links to this podcast.